It's a blessing to me that we should meet. So let's thank each in a seat and even those on their feet. See, we didn't think we'd be doing this back in 2003. But hey, here we are on live stream Podbean. Let's hit it off like 80s melodies from Aretha and Tina T. All about that R-E-S-P-E-C-T that allows one to listen and the other to speak. If we seek, we can find the pod poet that's inside. However, we should remember a poem doesn't have to rhyme. And it can be a full page or just a few chat lines. You can be grown or a child. You or I may have the words the divine uses to save lives. But however you spend your time, right now, we are live. Welcome to the Pod Poets Lounge. You are listening to Naquel Poetry, a.k.a. Host. And I want to thank you. Give it up for yourselves for tuning in tonight to the Spoken Word and Poetry Game Show. Yes, yes, and yes. Joining us again are three brilliant artists here to share their pains and passions spilled on all over the pages. Talk about it and play a little podcast pod poets trivia so we'll get to know them through their artistry and stories and have some fun while doing it and i know y'all ready for that as always so please take a seat right up front say hello to our panelists in the chat room sit as close as you want no social distancing in this space i always got to remind you just get comfortable and be ready to listen with an open heart and an open mind so without further delay let's meet them please give a warm welcome to Mother, the creator. All right, all right, all right. Welcome. Also, warm welcome to the brother, Wise the Poet. Yes, welcome, brother. Yo, yo, good looking. Happy to have you. You might be on mute if you're not, just double check. Um, And then, of course, of course, we want to give a warm welcome to the man. Uh, There he is, Wise. Cheer. Cheer. I'm here. Nikki. Black, also Please. on the panel this evening with us, ladies and gentlemen. How's everybody doing tonight? Maintainer. Can't complain, okay. family. Can't complain. All right, I hear that. Well, listen, um, everyone uh, is excited to get to know you. So let's meet the artists. So how are you feeling, uh, Mother the Creator? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful, man. Good to hear. Good to hear. It's times where it might be hard to find that feeling, but it's good to hear. Now, you're you're a mother. Um, mm-hmm. You are a host. Uh, you're mm-hmm. a curator, performer, mm-hmm. substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. You are a track coach mm-hmm. and an inspiration to many. Mm-hmm. How do you balance it all, find time to center yourself, and still let it do what it do? Hmm. That's awesome. That's a great question. Hey, have you ever seen it's like a uh, different uh, religious statues? It's like this woman with multiple arms. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's how we balance. That's how we. Mm. <laughs> that's how we balance. You know what I mean? We put, we wear wear many hats, but at the same time, each time you put on a different hat, you got to understand it's the same. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. If that makes yeah. sense. Talking about um, trans translating, it translates there. It translates here. 
right on. From okay, mm-hmm. from understanding. And then how how do you kind of like center yourself because you're you're here, you're there, you're doing so much. How do you bring it back to you so that you have the energy to do what it do? Um, I'm learning. I'm learning okay. that uh, within it's this process. process. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I, I absolutely neglected that uh, as a part of, of being a mother, a woman, a wife, all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. You forget about you. So I'm mm-hmm. learning now to, to find my space and my center. And that's usually um, before they rise. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, I suppose, you know, it's, it's funny because it's kind of like that Proverbs woman. You know what I mean? You have to be the uh, first to rise and the last to go to sleep mm-hmm. in, in order to have that time. Mm-hmm. Deep. I'm so happy that you could um, you could make it uh, to the program. Thanks for accepting the invite. Um, excited to get to know more about you. Uh, do you have a poem that you can share with us? Oh, yeah, of course. I keep awesome. one of those in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few poets just like that. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess a, a nice introductory to, to explain to explain you guys who I am. Yeah. Hey, that sounds lovely. I'm gonna go All ahead right. and uh, <laughs> give you the mic. I am what America's made. I say who to all the soldiers out there that still ain't getting paid for this mm. PTSD that they gifted to me. You know, nobody told us that that shit was a part of the always to be. <laughs> nobody told us that the American dream comes with some depression and a need to feed an obsession that turns into greed. They also didn't tell us that shit would come at the price of our seeds. 14 hours away, a day on your feet, you still ain't got enough to make those fucking ends meet. You know, I bet they probably didn't tell you your house wasn't going to be worth shit. Because you bought it on that street where the red line speaks louder than the blood that seeps from underneath the sheet of the example they made of the brown boy's body. Mm. You probably thinking your aggression is just coming from your stressing. You got less in your trust in this system. <laughs> Question the role of who's out here pushing this poison. We got medicine in our water. And child support owns our fathers and our daughters is the closest thing that we got to help so early on, she is trained to lighten the strain of the weight of the pressure on mommy's chest. And it ain't because mm. daddy left because mentally that nigga's always been gone. Mm. And this sister has always been strong. But you got to understand, y'all, there ain't no black superwoman over here. No, mm. Just a woman running from the fear of breaking. Not like Turbo and Ozone, but more like Kanye after Donda was gone. <laughs> or like how, how welfare did our homes, broken like that. Little mm-hmm. ransacked, broken like lack, broken like backs, broken like mm-hmm. crack, broken like black and blue ribs to remind her from where she came. Mm-hmm. Although I have never seen a man endure the pain of birthing a woman, especially not in a relationship. Shit, most men can't even handle a little lift from a mouthy woman, let alone a period of postpartum. Y'all got a part of my addiction. My intuition has me tripping. And rejecting this bullshit ass system and the mindsets that go with it, you know? Toxic masculinity has a direct link to white supremacy. Mm. But it's black, it's black toxic femininity just propping up this bullshit. So you gotta forgive me. Propaganda's got me full shit. I'm trying to hold down at this point everything I've been force fed my whole life, learning how to be a whole wife when all I've ever been trained to do is be a victim. Mm-mm. And the truth. And the truth, I'm going to spit it, but shit, if it don't convict them, what good does it do? <laughs> what, what hoods have you grew? 
see the shit that we never knew, like who in this world is you? No, really, y'all, like break it down, like who in this world is you? You know, I once told a brother I was God. <laughs> he looked at me crazy like I was God. He said, he said, young lady, you got some nerve thinking you can talk like that. He said, don't you know that we's black? Listen, he really didn't say it like that. That's just how I felt like he felt on the inside when he said this lady shit to me, right? <laughs> I said, I said, nigga, don't you know we under attack? I said, but why do you think it's been like that, though, huh? You still thinking that it's something that we lack, huh, Henrietta? Mm. The devil's foot been on our backs. Perhaps because all along they knew the power of our songs, and they knew the power of our songs, and they knew the power of these fucking poems, y'all. We built this place. Then we're told we can't participate. They then took a head start. Now they. Still trying to convince us that we's the inferior race. Mm. When the truth is, it's only a human race and we got all of you. Mm. Now let us trace <laughs> our lineage in this country. We didn't all get off slave ships. As Moana discovered, we were explorers cultivating an entire civilization just like we did in Egypt pre-trip down memory lane. Keep looking at me like I'm insane. See, that bullshit we've been believing is what's really strange. We waste time putting blame on each other instead of utilizing our lane, but you got to understand that shit was a part of the game. Now, slavery was about making us inhumane so they could justify mistreatment. And I testify all of the reasons, but y'all, I need protection in this season. When a queen speaks pain, she just be needing a king that can step up and add a little seasoning to the truth that she be sprinkling. So that so that the enemy don't be thinking she ain't got nobody behind her that's ready for war. Oh. Yeah, that's peace. that peace. That's that peace. Ooh. Yeah, you right. That's that peace. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Fire, fuego. Um, I don't know what else to say. That was, I loved it. I Word. loved it. <laughs> I love the content. I love what you talked about. I love how your, your your education and intelligence came through in your topics. It was, and it was just so heavy straight out of the gate, which I appreciate. Um, dope, dope, dope. Woo. My ting, ladies and gentlemen. If you are just tuning in, I just want to thank you for taking the time to chill here at the Pod Poets Lounge tonight. We are meeting our artists. Next up, let me just say peace and welcome to my brother Wise. Yo, thank you for joining me, King. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you, one of my yeah. favorite poets. Good look. Oh, are... man. Oh, man. Don't do that. Yes, sir. Oh, listen, I did it, okay? <laughs> you are so dynamic, bro. You're a poet. You're a, you're a father of three, um, husband, author, um, spoken word artist, um, IG thriller. Um, and, I, and I see you out there. You're you a big-time chef, man. I see you. I see what true, you're doing. True, true, um, true. You know what I mean? So <laughs> tell, tell the folks, tell the folks um, where you're from. Um, how do you and how you keep art and family close while still finding your time for yourself? Wow, um, that is loaded. That is loaded. So, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens since I was five, and all of that is by the way of Barbados. You know what I'm saying? Um, both of my parents were born in Barbados, big family, uh, migrated. Um, be John to the 
as far as the dynamics, man, I mean, and I think that's one of the reasons why I go so hard now on IG mm. is because mm-hmm. I do regularly have so much going on mm-hmm. that it's hard. It's hard for me to go out and hit open mics or do shows, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when people that I know call me to like feature and stuff like that, I, I got to take mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But outside Respect. of that, between work, family, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. my wife works nights, so we've always, mm-hmm. since my kids were born, we always split shifts. Mm-hmm. You know got what you, mean? So got you. So that's helpful, I, would, I imagine. It's, it's helpful, but even in that, it's time mm-hmm. that we we miss each other. You know what I mean? Oh, we don't get to, oh, to yes. link and connect. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that makes it even harder for me to like just commit to going out and, and doing the word. You know what I'm saying? So on quarantine mm-hmm. now that I'm home and everything mm-hmm. is virtual, yeah, I gotta I gotta sign up. I'm I'm on there almost four nights a week just touching mm-hmm. different open mics and just blazing right. sets. You know what I'm saying? Just blazing yes, as you much are. as I can. Thank yeah. You. Yes, you are. <laughs> thank, you, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Most deaf. Um, and you know what? What? And, and something you said just now really stood out to me is that you said, um, in in even though you you're a team, mm-hmm. um, and you switch you're switching up shifts to make it work. Mm-hmm. There's times where you guys miss each other, yeah, and I think it's I think it says something about the observation of that fact in your relationship and it, it, it to me speaks to the health of the relationship when you can actually look at that and say yo baby despite everything else we got going on we can we need to adjust this and make more time for us to to, to keep Always. things where Always. they need to be so that's yeah. big ups man i know you're a family man and i can see it comes through bro so yeah, big time good looking good to, good of course looking. sir of course man i'm so glad you could make it um do you have a poem that you could share for us. Listen, just like mother, I got a I got a piece that really talks about me. It's an introduction piece. So ah, for people listening that don't know me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm, I'm bless them with a little bit of me. Ah, right, that sounds what's up. Uh Meduneta, thank you for joining. Appreciate that. All right, um, Waz, stage is yours. Yeah, yeah. I I am the culture. The vulture who circles the hood, the church, the gym, and the stage. I perform for the writers with no hands, the visionaries with no eyes, the black leaders with no larynx left. I write for the revolution after the revolution that wasn't televised. My poems tell visors to block the sun out of eyes so y'all can see the portrait. I'm spray painting these stanzas. These, these stanzas be graffiti. I spray sexy sonnets of shorties and skimpy swimwear with bubble letters. Don't let her bubble and bubbly attitude get you chewed up. You can't eat these poems. They digest different. You got to ingest it in your eardrums and really listen to the silence in between my aggressive whispers. I write for those not on their high horse, but the ones riding highs to get by. Those down on their luck, hugging the poverty line with their spine and abs close, but not touching but propping the other up, I write because prompts prompt me to be the best poet I can imagine. The one that is published, publishes himself and still steps on stage to perform for pops. Because every circumstance says I do this for my ancestors. So my stance has to match the strength of my march. As Has to be as loud as Dr. King's. And that means as necessary as Malcolm's. And has to leave the youth with as much hope as Barack. I rock out on mics on a stage with a pen. I pen for the crushes. I create on these open mics for the hearts, fire emojis, and the follows, and the likes. I protect my neck because the woo told me to. 
Mm. Never suicidal. When I talk of killing myself, it has to be to allow my daughters to live. I slit my wrists and let Beijing blood pour stories of Brooklyn, novellas mm. of Africa, mm. poems of Queens. I squeeze droplets of clenched fists, crowns, and middle fingers and hang me on a cross. Ooh. Nah. On a tree limb. Use my dead carcass to stiffen your thoughts. I wriggle your mortis with niggerish portions of poetic propaganda. You gather the world's bigger than bigger, but I'm no native son, Mr. Wright. I'm more the invisible man, the unseen Negro, the transparent poet trapped in parenthood using my parental advisory to spit poetic wizardry, then poof. But before I'm gone, I am bridge tone, cuckoo and flying fish, rasul mm. and brother don't brax mm. palax. I see the globe similar to the panda, black and white. The fight before civil rights was the plight. We devise schemes called strength in language, the black vernacular, appropriate Anglo-Saxon average and re- recreate a dictionary. I am the thesaurus, brontosaurus wise, unchained, uncaged. Enraged, I shit brown and cry black. If you put a thousand years of slavery in a soda machine and click coin return, you still can't get your nigga back. It's mind. It's mind over matter, and it don't matter what they think about black lives, because my guys know what I lift Every voice when I sling poems at you cockroaches, it becomes all lives scatter. Head for the hills. Head from a duck or a bill never intrigued me. I am on some queens and goddesses shit. I'm trying to live right by mind because I spent too much time breaking hearts, hymen, and promises. Shit, I'm a black man with black man tendencies, and I tend to attend the realty of my daughter's lives. So attendance issues is not my reality. I don't need your absentee vote. I'm present. Call my name in class. I'm here. Feel my presence. I do this shit for those that came before us, carving poetry in wood-bottom boats, reciting stanzas and lines while trying to stay afloat, whose chains, scripted hieroglyphic poetics and risks, they risked it all for you and I and all of y'all. So let's try to get along. They said that we can't all get along, but me, I'm in a sandbox of my own mind. But a nigga, I know how to play along. I mean, I play alone, but when it comes to the culture... If it's creative writing or just lyrical art, I fucks with everybody on the roster. I do this shit for me, for my girls. Let them know that written word loves spoken word and all words are heard by the soul. When they spit from the heart, the verses, the stanzas, the paragraphs formed are all for the community that we live for. Shit, the culture is what I do this, what we all die for. Wise. Oh, <sighs> so. All right, let me just give the mic a second to cool off. Good looking, good looking, good looking. Oh, yes. My ears are on fire fire here. Bless, 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 y'all. Mother mother was fire, too. Facts. Facts. Mother was Uh, definitely fire. Oh, my gosh. I could end the show now, and I'd be happy. (laughs) But I'm not going to do that, um, because we have so much more in store. Welcome to the show, Nikki Black. My brother, how are you? Peace, peace. So my, my connection good? Yep, I hear you loud and clear. Oh, all right. Oh, man, I'm, I'm truly honored uh, that you could make it. We haven't known each other for very, very long, but uh, we grew close uh, rather quickly. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We, we linked up in, um, in Albany, and I learned a little bit about you. You're, you're a writer. Uh, you're a dope spoken word artist, um, but you're also a filmmaker, uh, which I did not know. So mm-hmm. you remain creative with everything going on. Um, in fact, we're going to talk about um, your latest project. Um, but tell us Indeed. where you're from, 
and how you keep the balance going and the wheels turning when it comes to your creativity. Um, I, I was born and raised in Albany, New York, and uh, mm -hmm. 47 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm only I'm only in that creative space when I have the opportunity to be creative like that. When I when I made my films, I had the finances to do it at that point in time. You know what I mean? When I ah, okay. when I uh, when I, I I create, I write. But long as I know, because I do spoken word events as well, long as um, I, I used okay. to put them together, as long as ah, I know that there's a future oh, okay. for me to do, as long as I know that there's a future for me to do spoken word events, then I will keep on writing. At this mm -hmm. point in time, like Tupac said when he was in prison, mm -hmm. you know, this pandemic and whatever we going through is killing my creativity. Yeah. Mm. Is you know, I don't, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how to look at it. You know, I got in an argument yesterday with one of my friends and uh, mm -hmm. my homies because he was just talking about this being creative and poetry and poetry and black people mm -hmm. out here getting murdered and beat down for not wearing face masks and all this other stuff. And I came out and I screamed at him. I was just like, yo, you act like fucking poetry is going to save the world. This ain't that movie Slam, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? I said, mm. this ain't the movie mm -hmm. Slam where you can stop a, a, a gang of, you know, in the yard and just spit some yeah. poems to stop niggas from yeah. stabbing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I deal with the right now. You know what I mean? I deal with the right mm. now. I deal with the right now. And you know, the funny thing was, real quick, you know, mm -hmm. I had an event March 29th. I, I invited mm -hmm. you, but you had to do your thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the uh, this American society went on. It closed down like a week before my event. And okay. I was going to change. I was going to change my whole method of performing. I was going to be more calm. I wasn't going to okay. be so harsh. I was going to be subtle because I was trying to get more people to come to my events. A lot of people get scared of my words because they say I'm militant, I'm radical, I'm too black, I'm too this, that, and a third. But I'm very versatile, as you can see from the films and all yeah. this other stuff. But they don't understand that. So I was just going to take it easy on them. So mm -hmm. when the pandemic hit and America's society shut down, and mm -hmm. then I started seeing, you know, now we're, the whole human race is facing something terrible. But mm -hmm. within this pandemic, Racism still uh, revealed this ugly mm -hmm. self and started mm -hmm. making black people the face of this. We're getting mm -hmm. killed. You know what I mean? Um, we're getting mm -hmm. thrown out of China, all types of stuff. So now Ooh. when I was going to calm myself down, I'm going to be even more relentless when I get out. So it's like it. what Tupac said, like Tupac is my favorite artist, my favorite person ever. When he was like, don't think, you know, prison didn't make me better. It made me worse. This pandemic ain't making me better. Yeah. It's making me worse and not not physically, but mentally yeah. and emotionally. I don't like what the fuck yeah. is going on. So it's making yeah. me worse. So when I come out, we get back at this society. I'm on some other shit. I can mm. dig it. I can dig it, bro. I think a lot of people are having an opportunity to reflect whether they like it or not. Um, and what you, your mention of racism uh, sort of being the prevailing constant, the prevailing constant, uh, despite everything else that's going on, um, is so spot on and accurate. Um, in fact, uh, there's there's a, a member in the room right now here on Podbean, uh, Med Unetta, who did a podcast, um, I think about a week ago, um, titled Race Versus Class, where she breaks mm -hmm. down a conversation that she had um, with uh, with somebody on the on a podcast um, and just exposes the, the different ways in which racism kind of shows itself um, either in ideology and thinking 
um, or in practice. Um, and it's a great, uh, great show to listen to. It just came to mind as, as you said those things, because it is a heavy, heavy time. It's a heavy subject matter. But you're right. I think this, the time absolutely calls for it. Uh, so if not, um, if not now, then when? Um, I'm so delighted you could make it, brother. Uh, I love the okay. energy. Um, and like I said earlier, we're going to talk a little bit more about your projects and, and what's going on. Um, do you have a poem that you, uh, that you can share with us? Yeah, I, I got a piece that I was going to spit. Uh, that I, no, that I wasn't going to spit at my event March 29th because I told you I was going to go a whole different angle. So this yes. will be my first time reciting it. You know, ah, since love then. it. Woo! So I feel so honored. All right, bro. That's peace. And it's called Entitlement Issues. Entitlement Issues. All right. You can still hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. We got you. Niggas will beef with each other over territory and nonsense, but act like a stand-up citizen when the cops start frisking them as they're going in their pockets, removing their contents. This madness weighs heavy on my conscience because they absolutely have no right, but they do it because they right and they know we won't resist the fight. This can no longer be our responses. Let me break it down for you and show you what I'm seeing. Too many of us, if not all of us, view these white people as superior Europeans. We really respect their titles, but this is the part that's very vital. These people ain't nothing but average human beings. And if they didn't have access to all the weapons, they would be retreating and fleeing. I'm not trying to be racist, but this truth, you got to face it. Otherwise, it's lies you believe in. We believe in their politics because we're under their dictatorship. We pray to God and just hope. And these people persuading us to just vote when separation is the key. But we act like we afraid to split. For centuries, we have been duped by their bait and switch. We just acquiesced to their mess, gave up our countries, became their flunkies. When the truth is we made this bitch. Now, let's talk about their wealth and resources. This means agricultural, pharmaceutical, medical, economics, education, employment, military and police forces. They give you a license for driving, permission to use the park, a curfew before it gets dark, marriage certificate and paper for divorces. In life, it looks like they're winning and we're taking all the losses. America is the Christian country. It's the primary reason most of you are probably wearing crosses. Black folk have no boundaries of violence against their own. But when it comes to white folk, we get very cautious. We can't take a chance of physically harming them, knowing that perhaps in the future they might end up being our bosses. I know mm. black folk that hate me just because I go about my daily stroll. But these same black folk will smile and kiss ass to these white folk who have them on probation or parole. They scared of these average human beings who can lock them up and throw them in the hole. They scared of these average human beings who will snatch their dignity and piss on their soul. I keep mm. saying average human beings because I need you to see things how it's supposed to be seen. These people feel entitled to be mean because we have become their routine. Many of us are strong-minded, but they have the resources to make you fiend. If they wasn't so inhumane and insane in the brain, they have the resources to make you clean. They gentrify the neighborhood because we don't have the finances to buy up the block. But land wasn't supposed to be stole or sold. And that's primary our fault because that was an idea we was literally supposed to stop. But nah, we let it rock. And today you see what we got. We are all the way at the bottom asking, begging, praying for one little piece, just a little spot, one little shot. And they're all the way at the top proudly saying no. I think not. Let me be clear. Our lack of rebelling 
and our integrity we keep selling have made these people official, integrating with them, relating to their system by putting our lives in the hands of their judicial people. These are straight facts. It's not me that dissed you. But until we fight back, they ain't cutting us no slack. And they're going to keep living with the pride of having entitlement issues. Mm. Nikki Black. You blacked out, man. You blacked out, bro. Yes, yes. That, uh, and that was like that, that, that was like that was like that was fire. <laughs> I don't know if it was light, the shit was fire. <laughs> that was light. Trust me. That up. was light. That was light. If you got a second round, you'll see why I say that's light. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, it looked like heavy though. Yes, and it looked like what it was heavy. Thank you, bro. Oh man, I appreciate that, family. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Pod Poets Lounge. You are in for a real treat. And if you're just joining us, unfortunately, you missed a little bit of that. But always remember, you can come back, download episodes, you can listen on Anchor, and you can listen on Spotify to catch these amazing artists chilling with us tonight. Mother the Creator, Wise the Poet, and Nikki Black. So, that brings our Meet the Artists to a close. Time for the game show. How y'all feeling? Y'all ready? I'm ready. Indeed. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. Most deaf. Let's get it. Enough. Here we go. Let's get it. (laughs) Put your trivia hats on. Okay. So I'm gonna read. uh, I'm gonna read. I can I can barely hear you a little bit. Okay, is this a little better? That a little better? No, it's like it's like music. I keep hearing. That's that's you. How's that? Oh yeah, that's good. That was good. All right. Fantastic. Thank you for that. Okay. So I'm going to read the question um, and then the choices. You lock in a choice and then tell me what you think the correct answer is. It's going to be one point per correct answer. Um, And we're going to start off with uh, some general questions. And then later on in round two and round three, which I hope we have time for, um, we'll we'll try to introduce um, some categories uh, as well for you guys to select. Uh, So, with that said, are y'all ready for the first question? Absolutely. Indeed. Most All right. You sound ready. Well, here we go. <laughs> so this is for all of you, this question. And uh, it is Rudy Francisco won the 2009 National Underground Poetry Slam competition. Dope, right? Yeah. Where was it held? Was what it year? held in 2009? And I'm going to time you guys so you don't have no chance at all to Google or anything else that I know you wouldn't do anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rudy Francisco, repeat the question. He won the 2009 National Underground Poetry Slam competition. Where was it held? Was it A, New York City? Was it B, Minneapolis, was it C, San Diego, or was it D, in New Orleans, in the back space of the Queen Sugar Mill? Oh, that was really uh, personal there, that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man, that one went in. 
little uh, specific. <laughs> um, what are you guys thinking? I'm. Give it to me. I'm Give it to go me. With San San Diego. Okay, we've got San Diego. That's what I'm gonna go with. A mother. Like the last one. I was yeah. I was thinking San Diego as well because he's he's from over there, I believe. Okay. All right. So, so San I'm, Diego. I'm gonna ride. Well. I'm gonna ride with San Diego. Yeah. All right. All right. And what's the thought process for you, Nikki? What you thinking? I'm gonna ride with that too. All right. San Diego. San Diego. Well, you all got it. Hey. Yes. Yes. All right, it's a good way to start. Everybody's on the board. Very nice. Very nice. Second question. Second question. Mm-hmm. What famous poem begins with the following line? Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary. Is that from the Draven? I'm sorry, the Raven? Or from Paul Revere's Ride? Or is it C, the dance of the living? Or is it D, the ghost of Biggie? <laughs> what famous poem gave us that line? <laughs> well, who, who are you starting with? Anybody? I, we just Yeah, everybody oh. can answer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock in on the raven. Yeah, okay, that's definitely got the raven. raven. That's definitely the raven. All right. I'm going Ed, along Ed, with the majority. Ed, Ed, Edgar Allen, that's my guy. Not really, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. He's a weird one, but he's dope. He's yeah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So everybody won that right there. Okay. Two points each. Y'all are doing all right for yourselves here. Was anybody nervous? I'm sure it's going to get harder. I, I was. So. I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for, you know, the flip. <laughs> all right. I'm running on luck. I'm running on luck. <laughs> hey, as long as you're running, bro, you're going to get there. I'm betting All right. what it is. I'm betting on black, and that's the two black people that's playing alone. <laughs> Hell yeah. Smart brother. Ah, oh, man. Trip. All right. Next question. Who was the first poet to win the Nobel Prize in literature? Oof. Was it A, William Butler East? Was it B, Rabindranath Tagore? Was it C, Suli Pradham? Or was it D, T.S. Eliot? What are you thinking? Deadass? I never, I never heard of the first three. But I know it wasn't huh? T.S. Eliot. <laughs> I studied okay. T.S. So I know okay. it wasn't his ass. Let me get those, right. those names again. Let me get those names again, sure. please. Uh, William William uh, Butler Yeats. Yeats. Oh no, I heard of Yeats. Okay, uh, no, nah, I wasn't R- Yeats either. Okay, Rabindranath Tagore Oof. and Suli Pradhami. Listen, I'm going to use some ACT tactics. <laughs> I'm just going to go when in doubt, go with C. <laughs> Plus, that's what my first name starts with. There you uh, go. <laughs> so we're going to go C. <laughs> okay. How are we feeling out there? Well, I, I, like I said, I know it ain't A, I know it ain't D. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna ride with Queen. I'm gonna ride with Queen Mother. You know, tomorrow's Mother's Day. So I'll, Happy Mother's Day in advance, Mother. I'm gonna ride with Hey, facts, 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 facts. Happy Mother's Day it's to all the moms out there. I'm gonna definitely ride with Sully. All right, so we got CC and Nikki Black. 
I'm 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 still at the the roulette table betting on black. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't yeah, I don't know none of I don't know none of these things that you oh, asked me. Shit. I feel incompetent. I feel like wow. I don't know, man. Oh man! All right. Well, like you really luck. study you really study all this. You really study all these and stuff like that. I, like you I really research- into everything you asking us. I research all these questions, but I don't always know the answer when I come across them and come up with them. All right. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah, I'm going along with um with Queen Mother yes. said. <laughs> well, I gotta say, the black man, woman is God. Facts. <laughs> and facts. Uh, your luck is not running out, uh, Nikki Black. <laughs> not at all. Oh. So give it up one more time, everybody. Everybody got that one. Okay, oh. Okay. All right. You know, let me see here. Okay. Which of the following poets was not was not considered a Harlem Renaissance poet? Was it A Langston Hughes Langston Hughes? Was it B Claude McKay? Was it C James Weldon Johnson? Or was it D? Archibald Lampman, not considered a Harlem Renaissance poet. Who, who, who's, who's the, uh, the second? I'm, I'm sorry, the third and the fourth. James, James Weldon Johnson. He's the third, and Archibald Lampman for the fourth. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh man, I think I might step out and say Archibald. Archibald was not. Okay. I'm going to be different. The only name I know on there that I heard of, I'm just going to say, what was the first one? A, Hughes? Langston Hughes? Yes, you got it. Yep, was uh, Langston Hughes. Yes, I, I, I heard of him, but so I, I could be wrong, but I'm going with him. Okay. We got A from uh, Black. I'm going to go with James Weldon Johnson. Okay. All right. We have a mix-up now. We mixed it up a little bit. So <laughs> finally, it. someone is going to take the lead. The question is, who was it? Oh, shit. Why, 78? Give it to him. (laughs) (laughs) You got that. You got that. Leading the scoreboard right now with four points. Okay. That that one sounded like it was a little bit more challenging for you guys, which I like. Damn sure it was. Damn sure it was. Good stuff. All right. The hip-hop poet... Black Ice began spreading his words back in the same year that Bill Clinton became president, January 20th. What year was this? Can you repeat that? (laughs) The hip hop poet Black Ice uh, began spreading his words back in the same year that Bill Clinton became president. On January 20th. What year was that? Was it A? Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, was it A, the year 2000? Or was it B, 1993? Or was it C, 1988? Or was it B. D, 1996? Hell yeah, B. Yeah. B. B was what? B was what again? 93. Ninety three, and I said, uh, I said ninety four. Uh, I'm gonna go with the ninety three. Yeah, that's a fact. 
Be. All right. Okay, I was trying to think, but Bill Clinton was featured there. on Arsenio Hall. Facts. That's a fact. Oh, I remember Arsenio Hall. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what I was going by when Bill, when he was on there, and we started calling this bitch ass the black president, first black president, because he played with Trump. Big mistake. Big mistake. I remember man. that episode. Oh, man. Fun fact, well, I hosted, uh, I hosted Bill in Arkansas. Um, oh, did you? To the University of Arkansas. Yeah, I served as Miss University of Arkansas, and we were posing for a picture, and he grabbed my ass. Like, Wow. Um, Get out of I'm here. going for it. Fuck it. Like, wow. What do you do? This was pre uh, uh, too. Oh. So. And he That's said, funny. I did you not do. have marital relations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was quoted as lying. <laughs> pretty sure he did. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Mm. Sounds like Bill. Medunetta says it. it sound, sure that sounds like Bill. Yeah. Damn sure that sounds like something. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Okay. Got one more question for you guys for this round. We'll top it off. The 17th century Japanese poet Matsuo, Matsuo Bash, is best known as the master of which genre of poetry? We ride it with haiku. We ride it with haiku on this one. Okay, he's jumping out the gate. We we ride it with haiku in this one. Hey, that man has super confidence. Okay, uh, mother, did you? What, did no, I get your? Yeah, I'll, I'll you take too? the. Uh, I'm gonna go with it. If that's one of the answers, that's absolutely <laughs> what I'm gonna See, that's a good thing y'all are following her. At least Nikki Black is a good thing. Um, <laughs> so a. Would be slam poetry. B would be haiku. C would be open letter. Or D, metaphorical surrealism. Mm. I'm not sure if that one's a real thing. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote it, but I'm I'm not sure. How y'all feeling? We got haiku, haiku, and... uh, Nikki yeah, Black, what's that? Are we going with haiku, guys? Is that what this is? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm betting on Black again. I'm we all ride it with haiku. <laughs> We're going to go with haiku. As soon as I heard that name, I'm saying, oh, yeah, we all ride it with haiku. <laughs> hey, well, y'all, y'all riding pretty because y'all all accurate right there. All right, so that brings our first round to a close. Give it up for yourselves one time. All right, all right. Yes, yes. Okay. So, how do you feel now that that round of trivia is out of the way? You feel a lot more comfortable when you when round two comes. You think you'll be be ready to go? I do. I'm feeling good Definitely. about it. Definitely okay. ready. Love it. I know it's it. going to get trickier. So yes, I am going to <laughs> we throw you something. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit more. Um, Nikki Black. You started creating short films, and um, you then later combined it um, to tell a deeper story when you combined it with your poetry. Um, which came first? Was it the vision behind the lens hat that you wear, or was it the man inside the pen? It was definitely the, the spoken word. The pen came first. Mm. And, uh, and how do you define poetry? 
Oh boy, I I I, I always dislike the word. Mm. I like I like why you know when when I was coming up because you know I. I I'm born in Albany, New York. I was born. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to college. You know what I mean? My life was hard. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same type of story as a lot of brothers and sisters in the hood. Not all mm-hmm. of them, but that's why I said a lot of them. And, you know, really a lot of cool. things just didn't, a lot of things just didn't catch my interest. So when I started doing poking, spoken word and people would call it poetry and I seen it like a, a lot of white people doing it. Like it was, I seen a lot of when people was doing it, it just seemed soft. Mm-hmm. What I was hearing. And, mm-hmm. and and we're, we're, and they wasn't really speaking. I couldn't really relate to what resonating, they were saying. Not resonating. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I decided to drop the pole and added the thug in front of it, and I called it thuggetry. Okay. You know what I mean, I, number one being that you know Pac was. I told you Pac is like yeah one of my favorite MCs, favorite artists, favorite yes. persons. So that's mm-hmm. that's the angle I was always coming from. And some people took thug as you know, as, as as Webster's dictionary, like a criminal mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, I took it mm-hmm. as what Pac what Pac meant it was, like as a survivor, yeah. as a struggler. Um, you know, yeah. and I'm I'm still here. Like we a thug is somebody that survives in this concrete jungle. And that's yeah. what I started spitting. So that's what AKA poetry means to me. And I yeah. still call it thuggetry. But I normally say spoken word. Like if you see you know what I mean, I normally say spoken word to be more uh a little sound sound a little bit more sophisticated mm-hmm. i got you i feel you um i want to know if you have um another piece that you could bless us with all right and, and maybe i shouldn't have bragged about the first one but um <laughs> <laughs> man do your thing brother do your thing for real you're not you know this this one is it's, this one is harsh man uh, you know this one is very harsh i wrote can i just give a little brief explanation Everybody, why i wrote hell this? yeah harsh you, let you, me get the, my throat absolutely together. absolutely and let me also remind everybody that we're here um to listen with an open mind and an open heart boom All done right. you know the I, I i truly i'm gonna be real brief i truly believe the first time i heard about racism when i was 11 years old you know, when I when I, I was in uh, eighth grade, I believe, and mm-hmm. I saw a documentary about Martin Luther King and mm-hmm. I, I really didn't because my mother was my mother had me when she was pregnant with me. When she was 14. She had me when she was 15. So I'm being mm-hmm. raised by a little girl. So you could just uh, mm-hmm. no father around. So you could just imagine that type of household. So by the time I become 11, my mother's 26. Mind you, she was just 15, kicked out of the house, dropped out, all this other stuff. So you know what I'm going to cater to or what, what you know, what kind of knowledge I'm, am I going to get from a little girl who's not doing a study about what's going on? Only thing she really knew was Christianity, you know, mm-hmm. a, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a Bible verse here and there. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. I get to, uh, you know, I'm in 11th grade and I've seen the Martin Luther King documentary and and. and mm-hmm. It fucked with my, it messed with my soul big time. I started crying mm. in class. I couldn't, I couldn't mm. hold back my tears. Mm-hmm. Number one, he reminded me of my grandfather, like physically, you know what I mean? At that time. Okay. And, and, okay. Um, and his voice, I was, I was captivated by his voice and yeah. all this other stuff. Then I'm seeing the water holes. I'm seeing the dogs attacking us and all this. I, that yes. messed my whole, that blew my mind. So wow. I couldn't, you know, my, my social study teacher is a white woman named Ms. Reedy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She tried to calm me mm-hmm. down. I couldn't, I don't know mm-hmm. why I was controlling like that, but it, Whatever the lies I was living into from the time I was born to then, 
Right. Yeah, it was. It's fucking. And it's I fucking went, It's a lot of pain there, bro. That's why you were crying. It's mad pain there. So I went on down to the lunchroom real quick, and you know, every, you know, everybody started going around telling everybody, "Yo, you know, such and such was crying." He's like, ah. "My cousin came and cried to me." I mean, asked me. She was like, "It's my older cousin." She was like, "Why was you crying?" I was like, "Cause they ain't have to kill him." So you know what I mean? That right mm-hmm. there, it's been. I'm 47. It's been 36 years. One of the first persons I ever heard about. You know, as I hip hop begin to give me my lessons of being what black is or whatever the case may be. I don't say black no more. I say melanated. But it gave me my lessons. And one of the first verses, persons I heard name voices was Farrakhan. I ain't even hear about Malcolm X until Spike Lee dropped the movie. So a lot of y'all might be or some people might be surprised the way I was gathering my information. But it was through music, you know, the five percent nation. You know, I mean, like it was it was a bunch of stuff. The way I was Mm -hmm. able to gather my my knowledge of of being who I am today, knowledge itself. My name is Nikki Black, N-I-C-K-E-Y-B-L-A-C-K, which is an acronym for never ignorant, collecting knowledge every day. Mm. Why? Because living alone could kill. Meaning without a knowledge mm. itself, I'd be on the path to my own demise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Just seeing what society, from that point in time, from 11 years, from, um, from 11 years of age, and whatever I encountered within the 36 years of my life and all the history that I, I began to research and learn about Mm-hmm. Us, Dr. Clark, Dr. Ben, mm-hmm. Dr. John Jackson, mm-hmm. Chancellor Williams, mm-hmm. etc., mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey, etc., etc., mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. stuff that's been going on with us, it inspired me, and and um and Dr. Francis Quest Wilson, rest in peace, inspired mm-hmm. me mm. when she had said a quote about slavery wasn't designed for you to be, you know, for you to get family time, lap time. It wasn't, you know, for you to have a relationship. It was for you to be mm-hmm. hard, vulnerable people for these white people. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said. You know, you didn't build it, but you have a responsibility to destroy it. So she mm-hmm. said it in such mm-hmm. motherly, kind words. I took, and you know, and that's a, you know, she's an older, she was an older woman. She and that I took that as, she's telling me, in order for you to destroy, you know, slavery, the, the, uh, the design of slavery system, you got to destroy it. I took that as you got to kill them. So that's why this name of this piece is called Kill Them. Well, Shit. give it to us, bro. Give it to us. Yes. Oh, I right. want it. White people, we about to ride. So if you think y'all good, then y'all better choose sides. Because y'all about to die. So don't be surprised when you see black guys in your home taking lives for invading, slave trading, murder, hanging, raping, amputating, infiltrating, race baiting, white power dominating. It's so degrading. Y'all killed us for escaping? I mean, it's that time because y'all been crossed the line with your slavery design that brainwashed our minds because y'all living fine off this great big crime. So comfortable while my ancestors had to grind. Y'all was eating good while my ancestors ate swine. Y'all was reading books while my ancestors went blind. Y'all laughed it up and whipped my ancestors with vines. Y'all cannibals. Y'all drunk our blood like wine. Can't you feel this anger? I'm not your friend because only your enemy is thirsty for revenge. And it doesn't hurt me. It hurts me, makes me grin because your happiness seems to make me cringe because y'all enjoy life. But we live for your enjoyment. And it's a damn shame. We need you for employment. So that's why we strapping up for this deployment. I mean, some of y'all are cool, but most of y'all are just annoying. 
and y'all believe in titles and y'all worship idols and y'all see us as slaves. You don't see us as your rivals. My mission is vital. It's about survival. And I don't need the internet for this threat to go viral. And I'm not crossing my chest looking up, holding the Bible. Y'all made it difficult to get a handgun, so I went to Walmart and copped a rifle. Now I'm waiting in the cut for the moment to snipe you. It's not that I'm racist. It's just that I don't like you. Because y'all bullshitting if you think you ain't benefiting from your forefathers that mingled with the slave shipping, the grave digging, the cave whipping, the KKK tripping, and I'm supposed to be cozy and so forgiving? Do you see how my people living in the worst of conditions? Everyday collision because we got no vision? My niggas is rotting in the cold prison, marching, protesting. What? Listen, how can you people run the world with no wisdom? I know I'm trapped Woo. in your system. That's why you're my victim. Nat Turner tried to kill you all. Now that's how we gonna pick them. Now that's how we gonna kick them. Drive by and come and flip them. And we'll kill a house nigga if we feel they gonna tip them. It's killer seasons, and y'all heard all my reasons, so don't try to stop me when I'm fighting for my freedom, or we'll chop you in the tree stump when we squeeze these pumps. You think blacks are scared? But no, not these chumps. You see, this is no warning, and this is no show, no shucking, no jiving, no Negro spirit show, but it's just for my people because my people need to know if we gonna rise, then these crackers gotta go. Black, heavy, heavy, deep, deep, man. I love that piece. I love where that where, piece came from. Where Woo. is the air horn sound right now? That oh, shit. my gosh. Can I just say, I appreciate the love. I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people, like, I wrote that in 2015. That shit got me blackballed from so many spoken word events because People begin to spread. People begin to spread like, "Yo, don't let Nikki Black perform up in here because he might violate and not go. He might go against what the theme is, or whatever." So they they didn't want me there. You, I, I'll I'll come in contact with all these brothers that's talking about we need to do this and do that. But they was like, "Yeah, come through Black, but can you spit something else? Don't spit that." So it's just like, "Yo, you scared of my you scared of my words? These are just words." But I can Google images of these white people fucking us up for centuries. I can Google images right now of these people doing what they do. I can Google images of them locking us up. I can't, you Back. can't Google images of us locking them up. You can't Google images of us putting them on the damn tree. You can't Google images of the shit that they do to us. So you scared of my fucking words when these people put action on us. It makes no sense to me. It makes no freaking sense. You scared of my words and these people are bringing action to us. Why do you not want the people to hear this? This is just words, not to incite, but I'm, I'm, it, it, it inspired but, me because of their fucking actions, bro. Right. I so you're stopping me from talking, but you're not stopping them from killing us. What the fuck? The fuck? It's twisted. It is all. So forgive me, bro. That's that's just how it is out here. That's how I get no treated in Albany. Needed. And ain't no and forgiveness needed. Facts. Yeah, and not at all, bro. That, like I that's said, that's the main reason why I started making movies. Sorry to cut you off. This is it. No, it's that's all good. the main reason why I started making movies because I realized I had to get on another creative level because people yeah. thought I was just one dimensional. So that's why yeah. I made the Vampire in Albany a horror movie. You know what yeah. I mean? With you know black cast and all this other stuff. I, I got another film called Friends with Benefits, another film called Number Two, When a Man's Fed Up and When a Woman's Fed Up. You know what I mean? So I did other mm -hmm. things so they know 
you know, whatever. I yeah. can be creative, but the real world is right. ugly for black people, for melanated people. Yo, you I, plan on coming to Atlanta when the world open back up? Yo, word, yo. Collab. I'm put it out there, yo. Yeah, get that collab going, man. It's yeah. not, yeah, it no, sounds no, like no, they ain't no, treating no, you right, no, bro, because you should... Yeah, man. Listen, Nikki, that's why I said, man, I love I love where that poem came from because I could hear it. I could feel it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pain. It's, it's not it's definitely not meant to be. I'm like Pac. Like Pac is a dope ass rapper. A lot of people don't want to give him his props or lyricists. But this nigga was, had the message to deliver. He wasn't trying to be like Jay-Z or a Nas or, he was you speaking know, his truth. you know, he, he's speaking his truth. And that's what I relate to. Just like my brother's dead press. I, I was they just trying to. I get a message out there because it's you know what I mean. Fuck trying to be the mm-hmm, fanciest absolutely. nigga. I'm trying to give a message. But you got I, responsibility I, out here, man. Absolutely, and it's like from where a, a bit of where it started from you. You know, based on what you told us, um, at 11 years old, um, uh, for something so traumatic to kind of happen to you, um, and just where it, the the pain, the the dealing with all of that, um, it's a lot. It's a lot. But you've been doing this and for so still long. Exists. Yeah, and, and your art, exists. like I can see, we just lost a Aubrey, around it. Yeah, we just lost a Mark Aubrey. We just lost Sean Reed. You know, what I mean? we just yeah, lost both from last year. From a, like, when does it stop, bro? Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, come on. When we put our foot down. And exactly. There you go. And these there niggas out I here. Oh my god, man. I'm I'm sorry to take up time. I apologize, it's, it's mother cool. and wife. Listen, bro. this is why we have <laughs> the show. This is a Yeah, apologize, Please stop, man. This is a yeah. This is our platform. Okay, this is, a, this is a game show for you to come, chill, vibe, and we talk. All right, talk is an aspect of this show as well as the game show, and as well as everybody spitting, spitting that lava. All right, so we, I know, I want to hear where you're coming from. I want to know what you feel. I want to know you as a poet. So, ain't no apologies necessary, um, ever. Ever. So just put it all out. Just just leave it all right here. If that be the case, you know what I'm saying that's part of the healing is just to get it out. Just to get it out of you is a part of the healing process. So I'm even so honored. I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful. And I love that you shared that piece that you did earlier, which you said was the first time you're sharing it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know mm-hmm. how healing and necessary it is to get that stuff out. Um, now, I want to I want to as you mentioned, like how think how far back things go. You guys, you, my, you guys been performing for a very long time. Um, Mother, the creator, you've been performing for over 15 years. Is, is yeah. a part of your story, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and you are also a former um, uh, national, uh, not former, um, but you are a national award-winning playwright. Um, and I think the project was, um, was it the Hip Hop Project? Yes, it was. That you yes, worked on? Okay. Facts, so doing amazing things. So I know you've crossed paths. Uh, you've crossed paths with the likes of Russell Simmons. Um, and one of the things that I came across is you say that on the other side of fear, is the person that you are now inspiring others and sharing your gift with the world. How did you break through to, to that freedom that you found? I didn't have a choice. Um, I didn't Back have against choice. the wall. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a mm-hmm. choice. It wasn't something like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to do this. No, God, like, stripped me to down to nothing. Down to mm-hmm. like, now, you, now you're homeless. What the fuck are you going to do? Like, <laughs> Now you have mm-hmm. nothing. Let me see how you going. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. as far as pushing past my fear, it was a matter yeah. of being homeless, going in the refrigerator, and there's absolutely nothing in there to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a street corner with a cup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me see if I can make it do what it do. 
Um, mm-hmm. I went to a barber shop and I, I just I had a cup. That's it. I put mm-hmm. my makeup on and I, yeah. I put a backpack on and I walked. Um, and I, okay. I really just I hadn't known Atlanta long at all. Like I was just not okay. in the city. And uh, I went into a barber shop and I walked out three hours later with like three hundred and fifty bucks just for my mm. so, Dope. Dope. Um okay. I'll say about ninety dollars of that was probably other customers that don't mind that. When I walked out like that, like mind you, I have I have a, ma- a master's of business administration. I can't find a job to save my fucking life. Oh man, I have um, this to you. a background mm-hmm. in, in military. Like I was a, a combat medic. Like I and all none of these things really uh, seem to matter in this economy. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, I, and I, I suppose it's more so about. God's positioning and where he wanted me mm-hmm. because he absolutely mm-hmm. shifted and put me where he absolutely wanted me and it's some amazing shit mm-hmm. to find out about yourself that you can only find Ooh. out in the Bible like you Indeed. only find out down there um, and, and amazing I mean you you using your gift innate gift to actually help yourself through your hard times and to go at that point you had nowhere else to go but up um, but to look within yeah, yourself and um, I mean, see the God within you that's dope. Indeed, it's funny because I ran from poetry for years. Like my poem, um, the success and the stuff that came from it, it was dope. You know, mm-hmm. that's my first poem, and I'm being asked to uh, open up an album for Do or Die. I don't know if y'all know who that is. They out of Chicago. Um, Say the name again. Do or Die. They used to run with Twister. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like different things, like even the Russell Simmons stuff. But I found that what I wrote comes to pass. Mm-hmm. So while I'm writing mm-hmm. a dope story that I think the audience would love, I'm writing mm-hmm. something that I later on have to go through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Got so, you. So that that part of my gift, I didn't want no parts of that shit. So I ran from it. Like, cool. Got cool. you. Um, and then so, at some point, stop running. Yeah, you got to stop running. Because I, I, I realize that whatever it is that I go through, whatever it is that I write, whatever, it's still not mm-hmm. for me. It still ain't about me. Mm. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a tiny part of this thing. That's, that's one of the things that I learned about you is how much service you provide to the community um, and to those around you by, by using uh, your gift, by using your art. Um, do you have another poem that you can please share with us? I think I'm going to go off the cusp of the last uh, I'm going to do Freedom. So I wrote Freedom when I was uh, at a biopharmaceutical company in the union. And it's, okay. it's funny because it was just, I was like, damn niggas, will you stand up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what it became. Um, and I saw how mm-hmm. important it was for them to protect their job and positioning. And yeah. the way that they were willing to throw one another under the bus for the sake of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really toxic. Um, but mm-hmm. it had me sit and piece. Um, I always say it's okay. the spirit of uh, Harry and Tucker, but it's called freedom. Okay. Running like I know they're coming. For me, I'm about to spill enough blood to fill them. Red Sea, fear no evil, about to set my people all free. If they crucify me, that's just what it's going to be. Black Moses. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why does it feel 
many house niggas in his head to take this field trip. So speak not to me of Black Lives Matter after it's your boy that's been killed. You see, it trips me out how fearful y'all become when presenting with the truth. Maybe you probably stopped going to church if you had this third eye and keep the devil sitting on you. How you say walking in faith, then why you still in proof? Huh? Hmm. See you bound by the spirit of bondage. Here, let me loose this spirit of adoption and liberty just for you. I'm trying to give us a spirit. See, my nigga, you must like hanging from these trees. Hmm. Your thinking so toxic, you can't realize that it is us that bleed and it is us they breed for these prison for profit straight from the projects, but you still think they protect and serve, huh? Officer, <laughs> overseer, <laughs> officer, overseer, officer. Nigga, you better redo your math and relearn everything they gave you in history class. You see, they's put here to catch your ass, much like they did in the past, you know? And I can tell some of y'all probably can't stomach me. I wasn't birthed with the spirit of them slaves that stayed behind. I'm more like the one to put the shotgun in your back and say, nah, my nigga, you better run or it's going to be nobody they find. We ain't got no time to be blind. These motherfuckers coming for our children. Giving them basic education, then they tell them to start chasing unattainable dreams. And nothing different from the paper that they chasing and the shit that I write on except that it's green. But y'all don't understand what I mean, huh? You still too busy shopping with me, singing about cream. Oh, cash rules everything around me, ass nigga. Clown ass nigga. See you cooning for a pension, you probably never see ass nigga. Get you some free. Fast triggers is redirecting our destiny. Rest in peace signs, dress these streets, lest we eat this manna and prepare that shit like a feast. Wash thine feet and get back to being we. Instead of walking around pretending like we's free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it. Mm. Food for thought. Mm. Delicious. That was bonkers. Dope piece. Oh my god. When she came in with the singing, when she came in with the singing, that's what I was gonna comment. Yo, I was like, I gotta, I gotta mute because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to mess nobody up because I was, I wanted to be like, yeah. Oh man, yo, listen, I I I love this shit. I love this shit, man. Yes. I just want to interrupt the, the whole vibe and just let you know, Quell, yo, what you doing here? Like, you mm. bringing people together with this. This is nice, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. We all get to chop Honor, it up bro. and vibe. Yes. Like, I remember when yes. you sent out the when you sent out the um the link in mm-hmm. IG, you know what I'm saying? I hopped on both pages to check the people. Yo, son, and they both yes. fire. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nice little night. You know what I'm saying? Coming for you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Much this respect. Is this is the idea, Thank man. You. Thank you. This is Thank a platform you. for poets, man. This yeah. is that's what it is, bro. Now, if, of of a few, some poets <clears throat> like yourself show nothing but growth over the years. Right. Um, wise as an artist, man, you you were considerate that your vernacular and your subject matter correlated with not only current events but positive messages and ways to uplift the people who need it most. My right. question, bro. What fueled that inside of you? Ah oh, man, so I got a, I got a, I got a long answer for that, but kind of like mother, I ran from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I've been writing all my life, and I don't know if I'm the, I don't know if I'm the oldest in the room or not, but I'm 41. So mm-hmm. I've been writing nah, for a long. Oh shit! You got 41 beat, Nick. I'm, I'm 47. <laughs> oh shit! I hear you, brother. I, hear you. <laughs> I might be the youngest in that. Case. You know what I mean? So, you you get there. You'll get there, sister. You will get there. <laughs> so for me, it was. When I'm going to have time to write, I started having, my first was born like at 23. I got married and had my first child at 23. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it was work, work, mm-hmm. work, take care of the yes. family. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, my second one came the year after. 14 months later, I had my second baby. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was on the back burner. I put the whole poetry and my passion on the back burner. But I got mm-hmm. tired where I was working. I'm in telecommunications. I work at Verizon. And the mm-hmm. shit was just, it was it was draining my body. It was just like mentally draining. So I said, what can I do that's going to fulfill, you know what I'm saying, this portion of my life? Like, I wake up in the morning and cringe. So it was like, yo, dickhead, why don't you go back to school? You know what I'm saying? Like, the company going to pay for it. So, but I didn't just want to, I didn't want to just go in just to go in. So mm-hmm. I went in. I feel and... like we're competing for children in the background. <laughs> <laughs> my two are in no, bed. No. Oh, no, man. That's, that's, that is so funny. That's actually my 27 my year old daughter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's all love. It's all oh, love. Man. Continue, so, bro. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to major in English. You know what I'm saying? So I got my mm-hmm. bachelor's in English. I went back and got my MFA um, in creative writing. But on top of all of that, what really pushed me back into writing was in 2011, I had a little um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. with cancer, you know, cancer is crazy. You can get cancer anywhere and you can Mm -hmm. be out of here quickly. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was a lymphoma in my groin. I got radiation for a whole month. And after Mm -hmm. that, I was good. And what what I keep telling people is, you know, I had maybe a day or two that I was down on myself, but... For the overall, I don't remember really sobbing, asking God why me and all of that. It was more yeah. so he gave me this because I was sitting on this this gift that he gave me. And I'm yeah. sitting on my ass doing nothing. So after that, I published my first book, Laundromats and Lounges in 2012. Um, mm-hmm. The second one came after that, Chambers of a Beating Heart in 2014. And then it was, you know what? I'm going to go back and get that MFA. And it was just push. After that, yes. it was all push, 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 push. Because I didn't know from where we come from, I didn't know many people out here getting masters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I had a couple of college boys that got their masters, but they was getting it in, like Mother said, MBAs. They was doing business and stuff that, you know, that's just what they wanted. It wasn't their passion. It wasn't something that was burning inside of them. So it was yes. like, you know what? Let me do this. And when I finish my 30 years of Verizon, I could go back and teach. I could mm. go teach these young people that, yo, there's more than just balling and rapping. You yes. could go do this. You could take this that God gave you and take it to the next level. You could go back and teach others. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I that can was see just, that's, that's just one of my things, man. I just, I, it was the, the, the vernacular that we got in the streets, the regular shit, yeah. living. But it was also use some of what we learned in this, in this school shit. You're going to teach me all of this mm-hmm. literature about these white men. Nah, son, we could do the same shit. We could have these pretty words and all of that, but... We got to tell a story. We got to go deep with it. We got to go hard with it. So mm-hmm. it was bringing in rap. It was bringing in life and death. It was the shit that scared me the most. Like mm-hmm. my fears of, of being a black man, possibility of getting mm-hmm. gunned down. It was it was mm-hmm. the whole cancer shit. 
It was mm-hmm. teaching my daughters and having them like, yo, what do y'all think? Like, that was my thesis. My thesis was about mm-hmm. fear. It was fear and trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, what do y'all mm-hmm. think is worse? Getting wow. gunned down mm-hmm. as a young black or the cops? You know what I'm saying? Because both of them, mm-hmm. it's all, and, and then tying it in with the cancer because it was all cancer to me. Like, is mm-hmm. it going to be the cancer in your body or is it going to be that outside cancer, these white motherfuckers and the racism that goes on in America? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was about contrasting them, differentiating, and then bringing in the hood, bringing in some rap shit, and all of mm-hmm. that was tied into my entire thesis, man. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. now it's about pushing that book and finding out when I'm going to do it and get all of that out the way. But that's what wait. motivates me, man. That's what motivates me. It's, it's, it's most of these kids nowadays. It's these yeah. kids, like, I'm just, I want to put something in this world so they know not just, you know, outside people can do it. My daddy did yeah. it too. Yeah. I think your work is, is reflecting that. Um, you're also like really strong when it comes to, um, to self-love, uh, when it comes to black love. Um, I think you're putting out a lot of positive vibration um, you, as you do what you do. And, I, and, I can, and, and this is me knowing you now. Right. Um, this, isn't, this isn't me knowing you moons ago right, when right, you right. are already on this path, brother. So you're consistent. Um, and I appreciate your service to, to, to our people, man, to just you, the Thank planet, you. man. It's, 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 it's important. It's of extreme value. Um, I resonate. I resonate with individuals who who have the ability to see a little bit beyond themselves. Right. Um, it, it brings me back to Ubuntu and certain like African uh, proverbial like principles and concepts and ideas. Um, and I yeah, and I, there's no doubt about it. This this platform, in a sense, um, resembles that in, in bringing us together. Um, let me ask you, if I could, sure. can you please delight us, brother? with another piece. Oh, definitely, definitely. And since I just went into that whole talk about my thesis and such, I'm going to actually do mm-hmm. a piece from it, from that um the book that I have up there. Ah, nice. That's um, what's up. So, so my my third or maybe my fourth cuz I got a third book that's somewhere hobbling around in the world that I need to <laughs> Uh, anyway, I ain't going to get into that story. But <laughs> So the book that's coming off of my thesis is entitled Radiation Machine Gun Funk. Hmm. You know what I mean? Radiation and, um, Machine Gun Funk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to, I to, to throw Biggie's Machine Gun Funk in there, but the radiation machine to tie into cancer and anything, and it, right. just, it just flows for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> my plate <laughs> is here, brother. Let me <laughs> This sounds dope. This piece that I'm going to do, got a long title too. This piece is called, I tried to use a Brillo pad to scrub graffiti off my insides. Okay. And we're going to get into this. Whew. It's funny Dang. how certain words don't have the same meanings after cancer. Cold becomes a room of silence with metal slabs and scientists running for exit signs, a place you'd imagine the first Terminator being created as you turn looking for John Connor or to hear Schwarzenegger's voice. Your breath is visible and spells out fear. Trauma, but tomorrow is an ellipsis transitioning into a question mark. There's a green beam eating away at the outer epithelial layers of your skin. Flesh burnt. My groin smells like overcooked ribs, barbecue sauce scorched into foil, such that mitochondria develops grave markers for your hair follicles. Survivor, is that what I am? 
So it's not the kid with a 72.4 average that knew college was overpriced beer pong tournaments with a plethora of unprotected sex, an abundance of Fs on papers about dead white authors who are tertiary in comparison to Baldwin, Wright, Ellison, and commuting to and from a technological advanced campus with more intelligent hobos strolling by or playing hacky sack than actually attending. Said kid signs up for two tours in Iraq and comes back alive with both arms, no legs. He can't stand himself. Mm. But I'm the survivor. Sight, S-I-T-E, or sight, C-I-T-E, or sight, S-I-G-H-T, mine still translates to groin like, what a right inguinal radiation sight to see or sight your references. Mm. Shape flesh, raw and swarthy, 2011 edition, New York pages, rather age 31. Apply eucerin to the sight three times a day to decrease irritation, diminish itching, mm. or risk scratching to the white meat. I return to the cold sight, these hallways of my pelvis, which look like an 80s subway car out of electric boogaloo. Each partition plastered in wild style or blockbuster font, each tag a different doctor, utilizing arrows, curves, and spikes, pointing to words with new meanings, new places within. These foyers of my body are art. My shrink, my shrink calls it trauma. I walk north where cells travel to an abdomen that cornmeal and boiled okra couldn't settle. Mummy's cuckoo wouldn't stop me from feeling me cuckoo. I see remix mob deep lyrics etched in the rubble. There's a war going on inside. No man is safe from. You can run, but you can't have forever from these cells that we done took. I'm shook, overwhelmed by the walls, deteriorating by lymphoma. And the blood cell riots of 2011, I regurgitate myself brick by brick until I escape Hodgkin's dwellings and notice how funny it is that certain words don't have the same meanings after cancer. Laughter is an ambulance zipping down Cross Island Parkways to save a black boy's life when a gunshot hollows his chest cavity, allowing you to wave to his spine from an anterior view. Writing becomes therapy for PTSD poet, churning out pages dripping with chemo ink. Help wash the white walls that Grand Grand urges me to put a little elbow grease in it, now. Just to support scrubbing away the residual, though the panorama has scars of malignant slogans and excess spray-painted carcinoma initials permanently etched. Trauma is a cookbook with fragments of my ancestors passed down as memorabilia with recipes for perseverance. Trauma is a photo album of an unanswered SOS signals with the corridor lighting fails and depression grasper. Carbon black liquitex aerosols can and my shrink is unavailable. I remember there ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death, scared to look. Trauma is a mural with dark shading, precision outlines, and rambunctious colors that throw Mike Tyson haymakers at the innocent. Trauma <laughs> is a graffitied masterpiece that I couldn't open echomotic eyes and accept. I'm not a survivor. I've been dead since diagnosis and get buried again each checkup. Mm. Wise. Oof. Deep peace. Very heartfelt. Moving, bro. How therapeutic, how therapeutic was it? Putting that together, finishing that piece. 
It sounds like you it may have been a part of your response. healing. That was dope. That was dope. It was. Sorry. It was. That was fire. Bless, bless, bless. It was. It was definitely therapeutic, yo. It was definitely yeah, therapeutic right. because, like, all of these pieces that I wrote for this thesis, man, like, mm-hmm. some of them shits actually made me cry. Like, it's so mm-hmm. hard to revisit that that time. Like, like I said, back going through it, I don't have those mm-hmm. moments, right? But when mm-hmm. I was um when I was writing this thesis, I went up in my attic. And grabbed a bag with all the shit that was in it, right? And I'm looking through uh-huh. um, papers with with um, dates and appointments and all of that. Looking through the pamphlets. And I'm like, yo, I really could have been up out of here. Because mm-hmm. no bullshit. I felt the lump in my groin about mm-hmm. a year and a half before I even went to the doctor. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And it was on some yeah. black man, Caribbean, West Indian bullshit. I ain't going to the doctor for this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor mm-hmm. in between that year and a half for all kinds of other shit, but never mentioned it. And my wife was mm-hmm. like, yo, why don't you mention that you got that lump, man? Talk about it. Like, because I first felt it. I was like, it's probably from the gym, something like um, hernia or something. Mm-hmm. And um, like getting the diagnosis when the doctor called me that night, you know, it was, it was crazy. So when I go back wow. and I revisit these things to pull writing out, it's just like, yo, this shit is so wild. And then to try yeah, to spin absolutely. it and put a creative, uh, a creative uh, mix to it, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be creative, but yo, a lot of this is so real, right? Yes. And going yes. back, like even in this piece, like going back into it, like I'm going through that hallway and seeing yeah. the graffiti on the walls, like nigga, you yeah. could have been dead. It's just wild. Heavy. It's just wild. It's wild. Heavy, but it's beautiful, man. It's a, it's and a it's beautiful definitely story. Definitely therapeutic. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, most deaf, man. I was thinking about um about that story um reading it because i have uh i have a family member who um who was uh, born with something called neurofibromatosis okay. um and it's a condition where tumors grow in the body uh, particularly anywhere there's like a high a cluster of nerve cells right. so like the spinal cord um the brain um and i, I it, it it was just hard, it's hard to put into words um how just grounding and 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 how it just like brings it all into perspective um as as that situation had done for me so i can just imagine um the case for you but what i find odd and is that you you i was going to actually call you on this program a survivor after reading your story (laughs) after reading your story but i i see how you how you you play on the word uh and where it's coming from Uh, beautiful piece Thank you Thank so you. much for sharing that. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Welcome. And um, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us into our final or next round of trivia. <laughs> so give it up for yourselves one time for some fire, fire poetry. Yes, yes. And some serious, serious talk. Um, I assume you guys are already, so I'm just going to let you know this round, I have some categories for you, and I'm going to list them, try to list them in the chat for you, but we are going to, I'm going to have uh, you guys actually pick a category when I call on you this time, um, and we'll do it like that. So we are going to get started. All right, so coming out of round one. Wise, you're leading the scoreboard with six points, and we've got a tie with Mother the Creator and Nikki Black with five points. So here, we're going to start off with you, Wise. First right, question. 
Um, I listed the categories there in the chat. And you can pick the category, and I'll ask you the question. Now, this question is going to be just for Wise, though. He's the only one answering this question. All right. I'm going to pick uh, Movies. Love Jones. Movies. Love Jones. Okay. It might be easy. It might be hard. We'll see. We'll see how you do (laughs) What was the name of the character in the movie Love Jones, the lead male character? Oh, oh my God, yo! All right, Lorenz Tate's character's name was something. Love something. Oh shit! I'm gonna put a time on you. I I gave you um. (laughs) The uh, choices are in the chat. Uh, I'm gonna start your countdown. Ten. Nine. Bang, Darius. It was Darius. 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 As soon as you put him in the chat, I'm like, bang, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could not get it, yo. I'm like, something loves Well, you got it, sir. You got it. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Mother the Creator, your question. Okay. Um, so we can't go back to the same thing, right? You have to pick something else? Um, no, actually, you can pick uh, from the same category if you'd like. Uh, do you still see the list of categories? Yeah, I'm going to stick in that category, like... We're going to go okay. with movies. All right, here we go. What year did Love Jones come out in theaters? Oh, crap. What year did the movie Love Jones? I got them Love Jones. Pull your body. I'm sorry. Go ahead. See the option. Here I think are it was the. All right, wonderful. That's not on there. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go with C because when in doubt, baby. I know Facts. it wasn't '95. I know. Well, it is a fact. It was 1997. Mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs> Nikki Black, you are up, sir. What category will you be selecting from? What's the categories again? Please. Categories are Limerick, Tell Me in a Few Lines, Movies, Quotes on Top of Quotes, Terms and Lingo, and E Pluribus Unum. I'm going to go with when I might be <laughs> almost good at movies. Okay. Let's give you this one. All right. I don't you know what? I'm going to I'm going to ask you. Here we go. Good luck. Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um this is a real off the cuff one. Okay, so during the interview of the 1997 cast of Love Jones, the entire cast sat as panelists to be interviewed. How many people do you think was on the stage? Was it A 5 B, 13, C, 22, or D, 15? How many what's, people? What's the second to the lowest number? Second to lowest was 15. Oh, sorry, 13. 13, and then there was 15? Yep, and then 22. And, this, and, and, and you said the entire cast. So this can mean the production. In, the entire director. cast. 
producers, I mean. You know what? I I want to say there probably were not any um like lighting type people. Um probably the people that were in the scenes. The people who maybe had a speaking line. Or you got Bill, Bill Bellamy, you got Isaiah. Mm-hmm. He was on there. Yep. You got Lorenz, you got Nia, you got the other sister she that was, was up there, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like how you're thinking about this. <laughs> Facts. Oh man. So do you think it was more who than was, five? Who? That five was a low number too? Five was the lowest. Five yep. was the lowest. I'm gonna give you a timer now, Nikki. Here is, we go. All right, go ahead. And this is 1997. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> Ten. Right, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the five, bro. Okay. Good guess. Good guess. It was actually thir- thirteen. Thirteen. Mm. Thirteen. I, I was gonna say that too. After day Pop died, I was gonna say that too, but I just didn't. I looked at it like it was negative. Mm. Would have had you. Would have had that point. All right. Wise, yes, sir. What category for you, sir? Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I ain't gonna pick that again. Let's go to tell me in a few lines. Okay, you got it. (laughs) This American poet, also known for his short stories, wrote a touching love poem that goes something like this. But one day the wind blew and she caught a cold and her hotness died soon after. And thus was the end of my maiden gold. And now there's never more, any more laughter. Who is responsible? Was it A, O. Henry, B, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, C, Nathaniel Hawthorne, Berry Juice, or D, Jack London Bridge. Oof. Only because you said the whole known for short stories too, I am huh? gonna go with Mr. Edgar Allan Poe. You are correct, sir. Spot on. Cool. With our homie, Mr. Poe. Okay. <laughs> Mother, you are up. What category for you, love? All right. Uh, Seeing as how Love Jones, you're starting to ask about the grip (laughs) and the (laughs) cameraman. (laughs) You have no chance of getting it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pick something else. (laughs) Let's see. I'm going to go with quotes on top of quotes, please. Okay. I don't want to give you that one. That's, that might be a little bit, a little bit too easy. So here we go. No, 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 no. That's okay. <laughs> you, oh, you want That's that one? Okay. okay. No, I'm just... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's your question. A sister can be seen as someone who is both ourselves and very much not ourselves. A special kind of double. Who said this? Was it A, James Baldwin? Was it B, Toni Morrison? Was it C, Nikki Giovanni? Or was it D, Mahogany Brown? That was absolutely Toni Morrison. 
You are absolutely correct. Very nice. Okay. Nikki Black, where you at? Movies. I, I wish I was just good. referring to the Black Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. But, uh, <laughs> the potential is there. <laughs> that is, who done made the potato salad? Uh... Oh, man. All right, so here's your question. Which of these things did not happen in 1997, the same year that the film Love Jones was released? Was it A... Now, remember, these are things that did not happen. Was it A, Princess Diana of Wales was killed? Was it B, the Titanic was released? Was it C, the first Harry Potter book was published? Or was it D, the rapper Big L is shot to death? D. Did not happen. D. D is correct. I believe that happened in... um. Either 96 or 98. 98. Thank you, sir. Wise, we are back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What category for you? Um, I don't like that quotes joint. Let's go to um (laughs) terms terms of lingo. (laughs) Try that terms of lingo. (laughs) All right. Hmm. Okay, I got this one for you. Mm. What term is used for the action performed when a listener is enjoying the poem that they're hearing? Is it A, snapping, B, yelling, C, tapping, or D, yodeling? <laughs> Ah, could you imagine? Yo, yo, oh my God. I'm going to go with A, snapping. I don't know who came up with it or why, but that is a fact. Yo, when's the last time y'all snapped? At a, at a, oh, yeah, somebody snapped in the chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little early. <laughs> All right. With that beautiful laugh, beautiful laugh, Mother the Creator. Please select that category for us. Uh, I'm going to stay on quotes. quotes okay. Quotes. You're feeling yourself right now. All right. I, I can am. dig it. I am. I can Why dig not? it. <laughs> 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 All right. I got one for you. I got one for you, Queen. Here we are. I like this. I'm going to pick this one just for you right now. Where there is a woman, there is magic. Who said this? Was it A, Entozaki Shange? Was it B, our sister Gwendolyn Brooks? Was it C, Beyonce? Or was it D, Asada Shakur? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with A for this one. I know it wasn't Beyonce. I know it wasn't Asada. Um... Eliminating some, okay, okay. I know that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. You're right. You are right. And Tozaki Shange, I love her name. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, dope, dope sister. Um, did she give us uh, for colored girls? I think so. 
I don't All right. Nikki Black. Where you at? What category? Movie. <laughs> Movies. Okay. Yeah. See if I still have questions for you. All right. You're picking a hard category is what I'm starting to think now. Because these questions about this film, they're only getting a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Let's see. What word does the sister, because I watched this movie to come up with these questions. I watched the whole thing. Minute, minute. What word does the sister in the audience use to applaud Darius after his piece? In the first poem that he performs in the film, did she use the word A, bravo? Was it B, wicked? Was it C, fly? Or was it D, the bomb? What say you? What say you? Marcus thinks it was wicked. (laughs) Good guess. It's a good guess. This is 1997. (laughs) <laughs> Gemini oh, thinks bravo yeah. I'm gonna go with bravo Nikki Black um, how you feeling I'm, about I'm gonna, it oh shit I'm I'm gonna... Gonna... <laughs> it's all good bravo like do I remember that in the movie was that Neil Long that said that to him or the other girl uh, it, it was another it was another one it wasn't Neil Long it was another girl all right um, yeah he was on some you know, smooth shit. So what's, yeah, what's he was like, wicked? oh, I want to be the, the limp in your left leg. The, 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 <laughs> the, the One more time before you time me. What was, what was the choices? Bravo. Uh, a, yep, A was bravo. Um, mm-hmm. B was wicked. C was fly. And D was the bomb. I'm going to go with D. E, the bomb. Unfortunately not. This one was Bravo. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I didn't tally up the scores real quick. All right. Add that. Carry the one. And the sum total. So, what we're going to do. Is tally the scores real quick, and we're going to close this round so we can welcome um, somebody who actually um, reached out. I've been communicating with her a little bit, and she uh, joined tonight and wants to share a little bit of her work. Um, she was actually um, one of the considerations when it uh, when I was um, uh, looking at who would be a guest for this particular uh, episode. So I'm delighted that she's uh, she has something to share with us. Um, so we'll do a quick tally, though, before we do that. And we're approaching, yeah, we're approaching nine, nine, 9 p.m. So leading the score to board, uh, the scoreboard is wise still mm-hmm. with nine mm-hmm. points. Yes, yes, let him hear, let him hear. Big ups. And a close second is Mother the Creator with eight points. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And Nikki Black right on her tail with seven points. Coming out of the second round. So give it up to yourselves one time. Beautiful, beautiful. So smart, so intelligent, so dope. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have y'all back on the show. Just be ready. It, may, it might not be the near future, maybe the farther future. Um, but I'm gonna definitely be looking to um to uh have you guys back on. Um stay in stay in touch and stay connected because I love it. 
I appreciate it so much. So, real quick, um, let's let's uh, let's welcome her up, um, poetess. Whenever you're ready, um, you can hit the call button um, to dial in, and uh, I'll be able to connect you. Fantastic, love. Okay. Good evening and welcome, welcome. Can you hear us okay? And peace and blessings to everyone. How you doing? Peace, says uh, peace. Doing lovely. Doing Hello. lovely. Peace. Thank you so much, so much for um for, for the communication, um, for staying in touch. Um, the link, I appreciate it. Um, and I'm happy that you you decided to come on and share a little bit. I want folks to know a little bit about you, so tell them a bit about yourself. Um, and please share something for us if you could. Sure, definitely. Um, I go by the name Poetess Ebony Eyes. Um, I'm from Queens, New York. And mm-hmm. uh, yes, shout out to New York right now. Yes, yeah. It's a big city. Um, I've been um, writing poetry since the age of nine. Um, and just been inspired to to put my thoughts on paper. You know, I grew up in this shy girl who, you know, took in the world around her, all the pain, all the, mm-hmm. um, you know, joy and just mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't the one to express it always mm-hmm. verbally, but I... Mm-hmm. You know, I love putting it on paper and mm-hmm. I started performing and doing spoken word about, I'll say, 14 years ago. Mm, long time. So, yeah, so it's it's been a while and um, Lovely. I love it. I love yeah. it. Sounds that way. I, I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> I, I can't wait to, to hear what you have for us. Yes, definitely. So I've been listening to everybody on the panel and mm-hmm. your poetry is amazing, beautiful, powerful with so much emotion. So yeah, um, shout out to Back. shout Back. out to Back. y'all for, for sharing that. I was really inspired by it. And since um, from what I heard, uh, we everyone's been staying on the line of uh, what's been going on, especially with Ahmad and um, mm-hmm. the you know, outrage that we all yeah. share and his yeah. death and the deaths of a lot of the black um, brothers mm-hmm. um, for and years sure. at the hands yeah. of, you know, ignorant um, people. So I had wrote this poem actually years ago, like back when um, the police uh, brutality was just so constant with um, um, so many brothers. I think this was like mm-hmm. about five years, five, seven years ago, I wrote this poem. So it's got a little age um, to it, like fine yes. wine. I'm ready yes, to sip. But it still applies to today, and this is for Ahmad. Mm-hmm. And um, like the sister that um, spoke her poem on freedom, this is called Rally mm-hmm. for Freedom. Because hey, I feel we it. all need to unite and come together and not just talk about it, but be about it. You know, uh, can we, I ask you a question? Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. How long is the piece? Um, It's only like uh, maybe a, a minute and a half or so. Not that long. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you have the stage. Thank you for the background and thank you again for, for sharing. Appreciate it. 
No problem. Attention world. Be it as it may, hope spinning as the record plays. Something real is in the air. A change gonna come. Affirmation creed, dissertation of a nation broken by bombs over Baghdad, homelessness, glocks and pow stricken nightsticks, blood shed on street corners right next to dog piss as if equal in value. Mm-hmm. Witnessing a daily concert of mother's cries, not knowing that I, I am the one cried over. Living in a matrix of self-hatred, perpetuating the situation with lies, not a fan of propaganda, not one to sensationalize, but the truth is hard to find. A diamond in the rough, shave, clean cut, bold and ready, U-N-I-T-Y, draped Mm. around my neck like an accessory. I am golden. Great grands, grands, and baby boomers deemed it a must to congregate, throw flags, and question in the unreasonable, in hopes of justice, in hopes of peace, in hopes that generations fight for wars to cease. Let me offer some relief. Tickle your native tongue to speak carpe diem. Be the spine of this here regime. Press peers to press rewind and think twice before decisions. Make a call long distance to my purpose. Tell him I miss him. Be it as it may, hope spinning as the record plays. Yes, something real is in the air. A change gonna come. Go telling on the mountaintop, birds tweet my words of wisdom. Hummingbirds be singing with my rhythm in their souls. Let your echoes resound in valleys, these cave walls your diary. Archives of letters from Birmingham, Ghani scripts and Mandela speeches. Hieroglyphics of police brutality through the eyes of L.A. rioters, Fruitville riders, Mike Brown relatives, and Staten Island Gardner lobbyers. Be havoc creatures. Let the canvas be a Morse code. SOS to those with open hearts and minds. Come together as an example. Declare no man undermined. Take a snapshot in history because the future stands a day away. With hours passing, tragedy that once lit a match to my spirit will soon be forgotten. And change, it'll remain the same. Find yourself in me, fierce and driven, ready and willing, effectively efficient with determination to achieve, open and committed to moving mountains if only you believe. This is my AKA so-called tag alias fraternity in motion. Ski signs up. <laughs> Step forward and claim <laughs> your freedom. Mm. That was beautiful. Amazing. I that love was that. Amazing. Yeah, that was Whoa. Dope. That was Thank you. I, thank you. I appreciate y'all. You are very welcome. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you as well. I'm going to just let you know, I think you are a poet on the front lines um, for justice. Um, Beautiful. With a piece like that, it's, it's so uplifting, um, very encouraging. I love the commentary. Um, just so hard. Please tell the folks, please tell the folks where they can find you and follow you and get, get to experience some of your work. 
Yes, definitely. So I'm on all social media platforms. Um, Ebony Eyes E Y Z E. Um, Facebook is Poetess Ebony Eyes E Y E Y Z E. Um, Instagram is E E Scripts, as well as Twitter. Awesome. Thank you so so very much. Give it up one more time. Oh, poetess Ebony Eyes. All right. You have a lovely night. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You too. Take care, All everyone. Right. Be blessed. Peace. Bye bye. Oh, was that dope or what? I, I always love that that this this little open mic sort of section where we just kind of top the night off. Uh, with somebody or something uh, from the audience. Um, you just never know where you're going to find magic and inspiration. Um, right now, we are close to that 9 o'clock mark, and I promised to keep you guys for only two hours. I've got um, – the, the two, my two are sleeping right now, but I, I know you guys have families. You guys have things to do. So for that reason alone, I'm not going to keep you much longer. Our game is coming to an end just with the two rounds – um, but uh, sometimes I'll do three rounds, but I'm just I'm happy with what we were able to get done. Um, this episode had a lot more talking, which was so needed and appreciated. Um, the stories, uh, the heart, it it made this show what it was, the whole vibe. Um, so what I want to do, though, before we head out, I want each of you to please take the time to just tell people um, a little bit um, a little bit about where they can find you. <laughs> Um, and then maybe something that you've got coming up right um, right now or very soon um, that they can check out um, before we uh, before we wrap up. So we'll have. Uh, can can you lead the way, uh, Mother? Sure, sure. Um, you can find me uh, on all social media platforms as Mother the Creator, M U V A, the like the English Creator, like God. I'll never ask you to call me God. Just respect the Creator in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see. So. So here's the thing. Corona has kind of put everything on pause. So what mm-hmm. I I had going on, I'm kind of just waiting to see what Corona does. I'm going to let her do her thing. Um, and then I'm going to pop out and I'm going to do my thing when she's done doing her thing. Um, so I just say stay tuned. Um, I host okay. writers workshops in Atlanta as well as uh, Dope Ass Open Mic called Sunday School ATL. You can follow yes, Sunday yes. School ATL. Um, to see what we're doing. Uh, we try to bring quality, dope-ass uh, artists to the city. Uh, That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, Nikki Black, what you got for us? Um, can can Mother, she, can she uh, put her information inside the chat? Absolutely. So I can, uh, uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, please do um, share. Uh, utilize that chat to share and connect. Um, that's exactly what it's there for. Indeed. Oh, I'm sorry. You can also follow me on Cash App if you want. Uh, dollar sign motherfucking right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Nikki. What's up with you? Uh, yeah, just Nikki Black, really, on Facebook. I'm, I'm on Instagram, but. I really utilize Facebook, N-I-C-K-E-Y, Black, B-L-A-C-K. And make sure y'all check out his movie, um, Vampire oh, my Albany. Vampire Albany, which is on YouTube right now, yes. you know what I mean? And it's a, nice it's, play. My, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> such a 
I'm not hip, I'm not as hip as you guys are, real talk. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also Nikki Black on YouTube, and you can find a few of my other short films there. But you know, Vampire in Albany is kind of like it's kind of like my pride and joy, so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Indeed. So if y'all can I, check that out, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, I love the music s- selection in that movie as well, man. Um, mm-hmm. Salute to you doing your thing. Please continue to execute. Um, now, if you, you heard it before, but folks, Laundromats and Lounges was his debut book in 2013, and it was followed by Chambers of a Beating Heart in 2015. Wise, let us know what you got going on. Sure. Sign out, brother. So I am. <laughs> you can probably find me somewhere on these late nights blazing. Um, <laughs> Open mics on the IG trails. I am Mr. Instagram heavy. <laughs> I don't really Facebook as much, but um, on every platform, I am Y78. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, look for me, man. I'm there on IG, on YouTube. I got a few, um, some old poems. Um, I do have a website that I need to touch up. It is Y78.com. Um, my books are available on Amazon. Um, you can get them on your Kindle or you can get them through that Y78 website as well. Um, I just also want to just say, man, shout out to mother, shout out to Nikki Black and big up major to Naquel poetry and all that he does, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. I love this plot. This is nice. You know what I'm saying? It's it's different. It's nice. It's nice. This is a, it's a good look. It's a real good I'm look. I'm glad, man. I'm glad like you, you said, guys. If you reach out to us in the future, anytime, mm-hmm. anytime, I got Lance, you. Bro. I appreciate got it. You. I really do. It means so much. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my panelists of dope artists chilling with me here tonight at the Pod Poets Lounge and chilling with yourself as well. I want to shout out everybody in the chat who stopped by, even if you came for just a few moments just to listen a little bit. I appreciate you and I appreciate it. I want to thank everyone for their support, for tuning in. I really do hope you had a fun time. I welcome your feedback and your questions. As always, shout out to our sponsor, CompuFix Solutions, providing professional remote computer support. You can visit them at CompuFix.net and book your on-demand help desk tech. Special thanks to our guest artists as well for stopping by. Let them hear it one more time. We want to give it up for them. Yes, yes, it was a true delight having you all on the show, evidenced by the smile on my face. And whether you enjoyed listening or just vibing in the chat, I cannot wait to have you back at the Pod Poets Lounge. Spread the word and follow me on IG at Naquel Poetry. Stay safe. Stay positive. Have a good night and take care. Peace. Catch the Pod Poets Lounge every Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You don't want to miss these dope poets. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, and listen live on Podbean.